Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 87 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your boy, Leroy, coming at you straight out of the closet with an all-Walmart episode, baby. Sure, we've been here before with the lady riding around on the scooter eating a rotisserie chicken, drinking wine in a methy haze, or there was the other meth head whose friends dropped him off naked to roam the aisles. Well, he wasn't completely naked. He did have a pair of shoes on and some gold and glitter on his face. Yeah, we've done those. But this is our first episode based completely around Walmart. And to be honest, we could probably do this once a year. Walmart shoppers have a bit of a reputation, especially in America, of getting wild. When I was in Orlando last year, I set foot in a Walmart thinking, oh yeah, this should be good. Obviously, because I was in Florida too, so it was a bit of a double whammy. But nope, didn't see anything weird. No confrontations, no thefts, no one smoking crack in the aisles. Well, I did see a guy's butt crack, but that doesn't count. Walmart is a one-stop shop. They dabble in a bit of everything. Toys, got them. Car parts, got them. Books, got them. Makeup, you know they got it. Groceries, the list goes on and on. But they don't really specialize in anything. If you want to get the best of the best, you're better off going elsewhere. And that goes for criminal activity too. If you want to find some piddly, petty stuff, strange incidents, and even stranger people, this place is great. If you're looking for big heists and serial killer type stuff, not really where you want to go. Of course, there are exceptions, such as the Walmart manager in Virginia who recently went postal, shooting up the break room, killing six of his fellow employees. And that was really sad stuff. I was actually going to put this episode on the shelf for a while after hearing about it because it just happened a few weeks ago. I innocently typed in Walmart incident in my search bar expecting to have some laughs. Then all this stuff hits me in the face like a brick. But the sad reality is shit like this can happen anywhere. So the show will go on. And you know what you're getting into when you hit play on this podcast. We're going to keep it light or at least try our best to do so. I put out a request for any Walmart stories you guys had in the private Facebook group, and I got quite a few responses. So thanks for that, guys. Um, Some of those will be peppered in throughout the show, which is very exciting. That'll be fun. Okay, we got a lot to get to, so let's get this party started. But first, a couple jokes. Guys, I've been losing my hair at an alarming rate, so I decided to do something about it. You may laugh, but this cheap hair piece I just purchased from Walmart has really helped my self-confidence. Yeah, it was a small price to pay. (laughs) 
Okay, okay, sorry guys. I'll try and do better, I'll, I'll do better. I'll do better with this one, okay? Did you guys hear about the couple who got the cops called on them at Walmart? Yeah, apparently the girl was eating batteries and that guy was caught masturbating. When the cops got there, the woman was charged. But the guy? Well, he got off. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with some tales of low-level true crime. Better buckle up, my friends, because this is going to be a shockingly strange shopping experience. Episode number 87, Walmart Weirdos. This story comes in via Brooke H. in Alabama. When I was around 11 years old, I was walking around Walmart while my mom was doing some shopping. This was back when good old Wally World still sold half-dead goldfish and model car kits. Spoiler alert, the model car aisle is the setting for this travesty. I walked by a man in a wheelchair, and he asked if I could help him. He wanted a model car from a high shelf and said he couldn't reach it. I had been brought up on Sesame Street and Care Bears, so of course I wanted to help someone in need. Climb on my chair for a boost up, he said. So I did. At the time, I thought his hands were just supporting me so I wouldn't fall while grabbing his sweet model car. As an adult, I realized this perv had just been a nasty pedo copping a feel on a little kid. I'm thankful that only my butt cheeks had been compromised. It could have been way worse, I tell myself. But it's still the reason I never let my kids out of my sight at stores when they were little. I wish I could say this taught me to be more cautious, but Sesame Street and Care Bears won out over this experience. And I'm still likely to end up on the news for death by naive kindness. Okay, our first tale takes us to the Walmart on the corner of 81st and Lewis in Tulsa, Oklahoma. This particular establishment receives a 3.9 star average from 6,815 Google reviews. Four months ago, Drew gave this one star. Management is awful. The associates are rude, incompetent, and lack basic knowledge of where products are located. Whoever is in charge of ordering should be fired consistently out of everyday items and typically out of great value brand, forcing you to spend more on the premium products. The parking lot is dangerous at night. Hate this place. End quote. Sorry to hear that, discount Drew. Ryan also gave a one star, saying, quote, Not good. The prices have gone up. They treat you like you're a thief. Last time I went, they had alarms on merchandise. It went off and I was confused. Then a clerk and the manager or assistant manager, a black man, well, they were following me. This would be the last time I shopped there. This was a horrible experience. Then I went early and the night supervisors, 
a Spanish woman and either Anglo or Spanish man, threw my service dog out. They claimed he was not a service dog and said he wasn't allowed in. I didn't want to argue with them, so I left and will never go back. End quote. Wow, sorry to hear that, Ryan. You know, just like him, I am a white man as well. And, you know, it's, it's really sad how poorly we're treated in society. Totally unfair. Anyway, this is <laughs> the Walmart we're at. And it's a Thursday evening back in 2011. Police arrive at the store around 6 p.m. See, they've been tipped off by Walmart security that there is a middle-aged woman in the store who's been acting kind of sus. The lady in question is 45-year-old Elizabeth Alicia Greta Halfmoon. She goes by Alicia Halfmoon. I'm going to call her Alicia because, well, because I want to, okay? Alicia has been skulking around the store for over six hours, grabbing different items and bringing them over to an empty shelf, using it for her workstation, so to speak. Alicia is no stranger to police, by the way. In fact, she bailed out of jail just two days earlier. She was in there for possession of methamphetamine and using a forged prescription to obtain drugs. And now girlfriend is up to no good once again, getting herself into another methy situation. She is attempting to make meth or cook meth, whatever the terminology is, right here in the store. Unreal. I mean, why doesn't she just purchase the ingredients and do it at home like a normal person? Actually, I know the answer to that question. It's because she is a transient woman who is low on funds. Officer David Shelby, one of the first to arrive on the scene, said, quote, She didn't have the money to make the purchases of the chemicals that were needed, so she was mixing what she needed in the bottle. When I saw her, she had just finished mixing sulfuric acid with starter fluid in a bottle. End quote. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. Officer David and a couple of his associates were able to put a stop to this insanity before anyone got hurt. Thank God. Well, that's not entirely true. One of the officers who went to remove the concoction off the premises, well, he was wearing gloves, and this mixture Alicia had going on burned a hole through one of them. Dang. Admittedly, Alicia wasn't a pro. Let's get another statement from Officer David. Quote, When firefighters were on the scene, she made statements to them what she was doing, she was attempting to obtain these chemicals and was in the process of trying to manufacture meth. However, she said she was not very good at it, end quote. Well, can't blame a girl for trying. Alicia was hauled back to jail and charged with endeavoring to manufacture meth. Alyssa had the worst rated comment in the Daily Mail article on this story, which is kind of strange because I agree with most of what she's saying. I know what she did was terribly wrong, but I can't help feeling sorry for her. When I think of all the bureaucrats sitting in their cushy jobs doing nothing to help, it makes me furious. This woman needs psychological and medical assistance for her addiction. Too many abused children, mentally challenged adults, and addicts are not getting the counseling and protective services that they deserve, while social services workers pass the buck. Mountain Man responded to that comment rather harshly, but a lot of people agreed with him. Perhaps this is a bad area for meth and people are just getting sick of it. He said, Because idiots like her, I and many others, now have to get my allergy pills from behind the counter and present a driver's license and sign a form which goes into a government database. These losers make life just a little more unbearable for the rest of us. Think about it. From drug addicts to shoplifters, terrorists, etc., 
how nice and simple life would be if they would all drop off the face of the earth. End quote. One of the shoppers who was in the store at the time with her one-year-old daughter was interviewed and said, This is a family store. People need to start thinking. If she has family, she needs to think about her family. If you are broke, go out and get a job. It's just wrong. End quote. Regardless of your thoughts on this story, whether you feel bad for Leisha or not, we can't ignore the fact that she was playing with fire here, practically making a bomb inside of this Walmart mixing dangerous chemicals just feet away from unsuspecting shoppers. It's one thing to put your own life at risk to get high, but it's a selfish, irresponsible move to put other people's lives at risk. That's just my two cents. I still wish our girl Alicia all the best. I gotta tell you about Factor, everybody. Factor is awesome. And they make eating better easy with their delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Do you like to save time? Of course you do. With Factor... Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted and ready to go in just two minutes. There's no prep and no mess. The meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no cooking or cleanup necessary, which is great if you're a person like me who is always on the go. Eating fast food is fun, but let's face it, it's usually greasy and has become quite expensive. We've done the math, the numbers are in, and Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So you can feel good about your choices. So what are you waiting for, Illegalites? Head to factormeals.com slash excuse me, that's illegal 50, and use code excuse me, that's illegal 50 to get 50% off. That's code excuse me, that's illegal 50 at factormeals.com slash excuse me, that's illegal 50 to get 50% off. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go to the gym? Go for a run? Read a book? Take a nap? I'd probably take a nap. Yeah, definitely take a nap. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? And therapy can help you find what matters most to you, so you can do more of it. It's also helpful for learning positive coping skills, and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Sounds good, don't it? Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Here's what you gotta do. Visit betterhelp.com slash excuse me today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash excuse me. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, before we move on to the next crime, Mikey P. sent in this story of a very confused lady at the Walmart. He says, One day my wife and I were walking up the row in the parking lot and a lady in a car passed us. No big deal. Just a lady preparing to park or preparing to leave. We walked on into the Walmart and did our shopping. I don't know how long our shopping experience lasted, but I would say we were in there for at least 30 minutes, probably closer to 45. 
Anyway, nothing of note happened in the store, but as we were walking back down the row slash lane in the parking lot, a lady passes us in her car. The same lady who passed us as we walked into the store. We thought nothing of it and continued chatting as we walked to our car. The lady then circles back around to us, stops, and says, Excuse me, that's illegal. No, 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 just kidding. What she actually said was, Excuse me, but could you help me please? And we were like, sure, what's up? And she says, can you tell me how to get out of this parking lot? My wife and I looked at each other for a moment, kind of confused, like, what? She notices this and continues saying, I've been driving around this parking lot forever trying to find the exit. Now I gotta say, this parking lot has three separate exits, and she couldn't find one of them. She sounded really distressed, but was a younger, well-kept looking lady, so we could only surmise that she was either drunk, on drugs, or just plain stupid. Yeah, maybe all the above. She could have just waited to see someone putting groceries in their car and followed them out, but I guess that didn't occur to her. We did give her very specific directions to the nearest exit and went on our way. I hope she made it out of there and home safely, but for all I know, she's still out there, driving around lost, to this day. Man, that almost sounds like me. I got no sense of direction, but even I can get out of a parking lot. (laughs) Thanks, Mikey. Okay, next, we are headed to a very small town in Delaware called Newcastle. Newcastle has a population of only 5,285 people, according to the 2010 census. We're at the Walmart there, and that's pretty cool for a little town to have a Walmart. But this Walmart isn't the greatest, though. 3.7 star average from 6,335 Google reviews. Crystal just two months ago says, Store is generally dirty and I always have to check the shopping carts for hair or trash stuck in the wheels, which causes them to not roll properly. Had to swing by this Walmart one day and saw an elderly man smacked by another patron for cutting her off when walking. A Walmart employee ran up to the elderly man and the aggressor, grabbed the aggressor, pulled them into the woman's clothing line, gave her a shirt to throw on, and said, get out of here before the cops come. I try to avoid this store. End quote. Okay, that's a lot to unravel there. And while the attack on the old man was pretty strange itself, we're going to explore another attack that happened here. And this one was much different. So let's travel back to July 9th, 2013. It's a Tuesday afternoon, a little before 4 o'clock. A young lady, 20 years of age, is doing her shopping in one of the aisles and stops to shoot her friend a text. While she's texting away, oblivious to what's going on behind her, 22-year-old Frank Short Jr. walks up to her. And he's a pretty big dude, standing at 5 feet 11 inches tall and weighing in at 270 pounds. The creep squeezes by the young lady, we'll call her Betty, and as he brushes up against her, he politely says, Excuse me then continues on by. Betty thinks nothing of this until a few seconds later, when, according to the police report, she felt something wet on her buttocks, thigh, and leg. Ugh. At first she thought maybe the hulking young man had spit on her. If only she were so lucky. Because upon further inspection, she looked down and saw a glob of what looked to be semen on her leg, just below the knee. Oh dear, she was in shock. How disgusting. Finally, Betty pulled herself together and briskly walked away to try and get some help. And this is when she noticed Frankie the semen slinger was following her. That's terrifying. 
Eventually, Betty was able to get some assistance from an employee, which is quite the impressive feat because I can rarely find any workers when I need help. But she got the store manager to call the cops, and he tells them to come quickly. Pardon the pun. When police arrive, they were actually able to locate Frankie, who was still on the premises, and they busted him. When they interrogated the sex maniac, he denied it at first, claiming he sneezed into his hands, then shook them off on her leg. Then he changed his story to spitting on her. But he uh, finally admitted that he thought she was hot and that he's a loner who gets a thrill out of performing such an act. Uh, Police tested the substance and said it was indicative of semen. Uh, This was due to the warm jelly-like texture and slightly salty flavor that one officer reported experiencing in his mouth. Just kidding. I don't know how they tested it. (laughs) I don't know how they tested it. Probably in a lab or something. The final police report said Frank took a substance into his hand, believed to be his own semen, and did place this substance upon the body of the victim because he was sexually attracted to her. The wording here is ridiculous. Took the semen in his hand and placed it on her body? They make it sound like he was walking around with a handful of jizz that they weren't even sure was his. I'm pretty sure he just jerked off and flung it at her, right? Might as well just say it. We're all adults here. And couldn't they have just checked the cameras? I feel like it would have been pretty easy to see if this guy was walking around the store pulling his pud. Anyway, Frank Short, actually Frank Short Jr., he was charged with lewdness, harassment, and offensive touching with bodily fluids for this sickening display. Hopefully he gets the help he needs and stops this deviant behavior before it escalates to something much more sinister. That guy is creepy. Might even say he had me scared stiff. Uh, Before we get into this last one, I got a story coming in from Jennifer B. And she says, this isn't really illegal, but I almost got kicked out of a Walmart for selling my wedding dress. I got married six years ago and had a lot of junk I had to get rid of afterward. I had a big ball gown dress and a hoop skirt I didn't have room for in our tiny apartment. I posted it online and this very cute lesbian couple messaged me about it. They didn't want to meet at my apartment complex because stranger danger. So they suggested Walmart so she could use the dressing room. At the time, I lived in a very sketchy part of town with the trashiest Walmart. The store was so disorganized and poorly managed that I would drive over the bridge into the next county to go to a different Walmart. But we set a time to meet up and I load this fluffy ass dress into the shopping cart and walk into the store. It takes up the entire cart, so it draws a lot of attention. A worker stops me and asks me what I'm doing. I tell them that I'm selling a dress, and I'm going to use the dressing room. The worker says they don't think that's allowed, and they walkie-talkie their manager. I push past them and head to the women's clothing section. The lady recognizes me immediately. She grabs a dress and, with superhuman speed, goes into the dressing room and changes. She brought a big posse of friends to uh, get their approval. She walked down the bra and panty aisle like a runway model. It probably turned a lot of heads. Everyone said yes to the dress. It was so fast that before the worker could walk up with the manager, she had changed out of the dress, handed me the money, and we parted ways. I ran out of there so fast. I'm never going to that Walmart ever again. Excellent stuff. Thanks, Jennifer. And with that, we are headed to our last story, which takes place in Nashville. Not Nashville, Tennessee. 
but Nashville, North Carolina. It's a small town of just under 6,000 people. It's a Monday evening in July of 2018, and that's when Captain Carlos Ricks, whose shift was almost ending, hears a bolo on his radio, a be on the lookout for a man who had just stolen from the local Walmart. Captain Carlos glances out his window on this rainy day, and, well, let's hear him tell it. Captain Carlos, quote, Probably 45 seconds after I got the call, I noticed a vehicle fitting the description, which happened to be a blue and white moped, end quote. So he throws on the red and blues and chases the man a little less than a mile down the road before he pulls over. And what did this man steal, you ask? Why, steaks, of course. Juicy ribeye steaks. And how did he steal them? Well, Captain Carlos, he pulled out two packs from the front of his pants. Yeah, that's right. He had that grade A beef in his crotch. When Carlos went to cuff the thief, who was a man named Keith Jordan, by the way, his partner realized it wasn't just the two steaks. There was more. They pulled out eight more packs from the bottom of his pants. The meat was worth a total of 170 bucks. Captain Carlos issued a warning to anyone trying to purchase black market street meat, which is apparently quite common. Quote, meat's a quick sell. It just needs to be a reminder to people who buy this meat off the street. You don't know where it came from, because a lot of this was in the crotch of his pants. Indeed. Keith was issued a citation for the crime. The police department made a Facebook post that was shared over 1,000 times about this incident. They also took a picture of the perp and cuffs and displayed the juicy steaks on the hood of the police cruiser for all to see. The Facebook post said, Neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night keeps Nash County Sheriff's Office from apprehending a subject riding a moped in the pouring down rain for allegedly stuffing over $100 worth of steaks down both of his pant legs and choosing not to pay on his way out of the Nashville Walmart. Hashtag no steak dinner tonight. Hashtag no steak for you. And people were eating this up in the comment section. Teresa jokingly said, I am going to post his bail and bring him home with me. He has all the makings to be my next soulmate. I know how to pick him. While Justin sarcastically goes, Really glad you guys caught him so you could let the stakes sit on the hood of the SUV and go bad during the arrest process. Honestly, I'm not saying that I have a better solution to suggest, as it seems it's a loss no matter how it's handled. I just wish there were some way for them to still be useful to someone. Fair enough. And finally, Cynthia disagrees. She knows this greedy company all too well. And she says, It's Walmart. They most likely put them back out for sale. When you purchase steaks and cook them and there's that extra little tang, it's probably crotch sweat. Enjoy! And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 87, Walmart Weirdos crazy stuff. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. We have one more Walmart listener confession to get in from you guys. So let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Da, 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 da. A little off key this time. Happens to the best of us. Okay, this one comes in from Monica B., she says, hey, Leroy, 
I saw on Facebook you were looking for a Walmart story, and I have one. Straight to the story. I worked at Walmart for about six months when I was a freshman in college in the early 2000s. I was a cashier, and one of my coworkers told me about a scam where you can let people go through your line and not scan some of the items. So one day I felt bold enough to start doing it. So I used to have my boyfriend at the time, my current husband now. Oh, congratulations. Uh, I used to have him go through my line and I would act like I didn't know him and I would only scan about 50% of the items and only the low-priced items. We never took anything super expensive or anything we didn't need, mostly groceries and personal items, but probably at least $10,000 worth. About three months into doing this, my coworker that told me about the scam gets arrested. I was so scared I was next. I quit and moved from Georgia to Arizona and told them I went into labor when I quit. I was only seven months pregnant at the time. But yeah, that's my story. Nothing ever happened, so I guess I got away with it. But I have been living in Arizona for the last 22 years because I scammed Walmart when I was 18. Wow, thanks Monica. (laughs) I love that. You've been on the lam for 22 years? It's got to be a statute of limitations on that. I'm sure you're safe to move back to Georgia. No doubt 22 years is enough time for the heat to die down. But I'm sure you've built a decent life for yourself out in the desert there. Thanks for sharing. And thank you everyone who hit me up with their Walmart stories when I made that call to action on Facebook. I appreciate it. And it's something that I'll probably do again in the future. I love it when I can get you guys to participate in the action. Excuse me, that's illegal at gmail.com is the email. And the best spot to hit me up with your petty crime confessions. If you're looking to get more Leroy in your life, you can always join the Patreon, the Neighborhood Watch over there, where you'll get ad-free releases and three bonus shows a month for the price of a Big Mac. Patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. There's a link in the show notes. Makes a great stocking stuffer, just saying. Anywho, before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you from a podcast called Reverie True Crime. It's hosted by my new pal Paige. She's the best. And I urge you to give her show a shot if you're into missing persons cases, mysteries. She does some interviews with family members and survivors, stuff like that. All in her soothing, buttery voice. And she's going to tell you all about her kick-ass podcast in a moment. As for myself, I'll meet you right back here in 10 days to serve you up another hearty helping of softcore scumbaggery. Peace! Take it away, Paige. Reverie, the state of being pleasantly lost in one's thoughts, a daydream. But what if those daydreams turn to nightmares? Reverie True Crime shines a light on the dark tragedies that have happened and are continuing to happen all throughout the world. We interview and work with families to bring awareness to forms of injustice. We explore the depths of cases from around the world to include missing persons, mysteries, and more. Reverie True Crime is found wherever you're listening to this podcast. Remember, you don't have to live in fear, but stay aware of your surroundings. Stay safe and take care.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.